This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, September 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. CDFA releases stats on top crops for 2018, and Congress notified on pending Japan trade deal. CDFA, pistachios up 150%, strawberries down 25%. Pistachios, grapes, lettuce, and more ag products experienced a big boost in sales last year. That according to the Department of Food and Ag cash receipt values from the 2018 crop year for the state's top 10 commodities. The growth, the most significant difference over 2017, was a spike in pistachio sales, which rose to $2.6 billion, up from $1 billion last year. UC Davis professor Daniel Sumner noted earlier this year that California's only other export competitor for pistachios, Iran, has been seeing its worst year for production. Sumner said U.S. pistachio exports must make up for previous years that were plagued by low prices. Several other commodities saw gains as well. Cattle and calves grew by 23% to $3.2 billion. Grapes up by $400 million to $6.3 billion. Lettuce grew by more than $600 million to $1.8 billion, and tomatoes up slightly at $1.2 billion. Floriculture was up by $200 million from the last report in 2015. It's now at $1.2 billion, and oranges grew by $200 million to $1.1 billion. Now the decline. Strawberries down to $2.3 billion from a peak of $3.1 billion last year. In her new book, UC Santa Cruz professor Julie Guthman says strawberry growers are bearing the brunt of climate change while also facing steep production costs, labor shortages, increased pesticide regulation, and sky-high land values. Milk also took a hit last year, likely from low prices and rising compliance costs. It dropped by about $200 million, but remains California's top commodity at $6.4 billion. Almonds, heavily impacted by tariffs, also dropped by more than $200 million and are now valued at $5.5 billion. CDFA will release the full report, which will include ag exports in late 2019. The Almond Board wants to see your mummy shake. It's the time of year for almond growers to shake off their mummy nuts, the cornerstone of naval orange worm management, according to the Almond Board or the ABC. By removing and destroying nuts that harbor the overwintering orange worm, growers reduce the risk of aphitoxin contamination and prevent the pest from traveling to neighboring orchards. To spread that message, the board has revived its video contest. ABC launched the competition last year and joined in with its own catchy music video, a parody of The Monster Mash. The winner this year could earn a trip to Disneyland. ABC is taking submissions until November 4th and will announce the winner and the screen clips of all the videos at its annual conference in early December. Experts, environmental laws flexible enough. Congress doesn't need to pass new laws to deal with new environmental problems, according to new research. Instead, existing laws have enough flexibility to address issues raised by a rapidly changing environment according to a paper published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Co-author Robin Craig of the University of Utah's S.J. Quinney College of Law said, Rather than mandate that a particular protected area remain in an increasingly forced historical state of being, 
agency management rule changes can allow the area to adapt and evolve to changing conditions while still protecting the new productive system that emerges. I think that the most important message is that we don't have to wait for Congress to act to more comprehensively engage in needed adaptation and transformation, he wrote. Now, keep in mind, conservative judges, including those nominated by President Trump, are likely to limit the flexibility that regulatory agencies have. Trump moves on Japan trade pact. President Trump has formally notified Congress that he is initiating a trade agreement with Japan in the coming weeks. Trump is taking the action under the trade promotion authority that Congress provided in 2015. The notification doesn't provide any details of the agreement itself, but the pact is expected to lower tariffs for beef, pork, dairy, wheat, and other U.S. commodities. House Democrats back down on trade aid. House Democratic leaders are backing away from a fight with the White House over USDA's authority to continue making trade assistance payments. Democrats have been considering denying a White House request to replenish the USDA account the department is using to make payments to farmers under the market facilitation program. A senior Democratic aide tells AgriPulse that the request is now likely to be included in a continuing resolution. The aide says that Democratic leaders were negotiating language to ensure accountability and transparency for USDA's use of the Commodity Credit Corporation account. The turnabout came after the leadership received appeals from several rural Democrats. We cannot and will not allow our farmers to be used as political pawns. That House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson and Jim Costa, who chairs the Livestock and Foreign Agriculture Subcommittee, at a joint statement yesterday. By the way, Steve Peterson, Associate Administrator for the USDA's Farm Service Agency, says FSA has been keeping Congress updated on the CCC account. He said, quote, obviously we provide technical assistance to the folks on the Hill when they ask for it. There have been preliminary estimates about what we believe the payout is going to be after October 1st. China open to ag and second round of tariff exemptions. China will be accepting exemption applications for punitive tariffs on imports of U.S. goods until October 18, 2019. Many U.S. ag commodities could again make the list, according to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. China's finance ministry announced the first list of 16 exempt U.S. goods on Wednesday last week, including whey and alfalfa. The commodities being considered for the second round include soybean oil, olive oil, ice cream, frozen strawberries, apple juice, beef, rolled oats, wheat gluten, and frozen potatoes. Here's today's He Said It. I come from the number one agriculture community in the United States, and I can tell you that our farmers are supportive of the president getting a good trade deal with China. America's farmers have his back, and more importantly, he has theirs. That House GOP leader, Kevin McCarthy. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, September 17th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chap Daly.